Hello, Steven. <laughs> Hello, tired Erica. I'm very sleepy. Why are you sleepy? Because somebody wanted to watch a third episode of Doctor Who tonight instead of doing the podcast after just watching two episodes. Well... That was you, by the way. It was me. But it ended on such a cliffhanger, episode five of The Keys of Marriage, is what we're talking about, that I wanted to continue on. I know. Yeah. So we watched three episodes. Yes, we we watched, watched... The Snows of Terror, episode four. Yeah. Sentence of Death, episode five. Yeah. And the Keys of Marinus, the titular episode. You're not doing that from memory. The titles are on screen in front of us right now. (laughs) This is one of the laziest Lazy Doctor Who episodes from the couch. Yeah. Recording on the uh, the iPhone. Because I'm very sleepy. You are very sleepy. And thus you did not have to actually sit up. And Mm -hmm. like literally, you have been lying on the couch (laughs) in this position for the last... 75 minutes watching these three episodes. No, I wasn't quite so droopy at the beginning. That's true. Mm-hmm. How about the story, though? Was it droopy? Um, I, You know, I'm going to say that the Snows of Terror was a little droopy. Was it droopy? How so? I was... It, I don't like that I get annoyed by plot inconsistencies and just, like, the characters being stupid, but I really do. So, you know, Ian leaving Barbara with some creepy dude. Yep. Um... Yeah, that was uncomfortable to watch. And then the the part that just really got me is how um, they're in the caves. They've come to the rope bridge. Uh, and suddenly Sabitha and Susan, um, you know, run back out of this, run back out of the caves when Barbara and... Sabitha? And Eltos. I keep wanting to call him Mentos, <laughs> the fresh maker. Mentos. <laughs> yep. Right. So anyway, um, so they Mentos. have. So they've gone across the bridge. Uh, Ian and the creepy trapper have not. So for some reason, Ian just bounds across the bridge to say hello to them. Like Ian's smarter than that. Yeah. It really bugs me, and that's what gets them trapped. And then afterwards, he says, "Oh, what a fool I was!" Yep. And I was just nodding my head up I and down. I remember that. At least he admitted it, though. Well, that's true. I appreciate that he recognized his foolishness. Um, and I also could just, I kind of giggled at the, the guardians of the key who for some reason were frozen solid. And then when you melted the ice around the key, they melted enough to move or something. Yeah, because they were in suspended animation. Something like that. It was never particularly well explained, like no. at all explained, actually. Well, how could you? Because they don't speak and there's no, no. Um, exposition device in there, mm-hmm. in the caves. Funny how, you know what that reminded me of? Like the whole cave thing with, you know, crossing a chasm and stuff mm-hmm. and being all that. And then there's like a, a thing in the cave and there's like old knights there that have been there for the longest time guarding it and everything. Last Crusade? Last Crusade. <laughs> Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Clearly ripping uh, off the mm-hmm. Keys of Marinus. Certainly. From 25 years ago. Yep. Yeah. It was just silly. Although I, I just, I kind of laughed at those, uh, with the warden guardian guys, just like, cause they just seemed to be like, they couldn't say anything. So they're just running around. Doop, 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 doop. Yep. Like they just, I don't know. It seemed like, they seemed like a comedy trio. They did. Yeah. A trio once one of them who did say something that was, mm-hmm. ah, uh, when he fell off the cliff. Oh, right. That was almost like the Wilhelm scream. It was it a little bit. Very actually, similar. Yeah. Very similar. Which also features in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, there we go. Got another tie in. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's funny to think that uh, that the Keys of Marinus is 25 years old when Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade uh-huh. was released, uh-huh. and it's more than 25 years. Oh, since stop Indiana saying Jones these things! Now. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> it's terrifying, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Snows of Terror was 
It's I liked, fine. I liked the the um that the ice caves were made of basically plastic wrap. Yep. That was that was actually pretty cool. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. So that was that was deep, but uh yeah, there were parts of that that were yeah, that trapper guy just oh, that just makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Doctor Who's first attempted rape. Yeah, the first, but not the last. Probably not the last, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Well, we well, we move on from uh from attempted rape to spousal abuse in uh mm-hmm. the fifth or sixth episode. I can't remember which one it was now. Yeah, it's, but which spouse was it actually abusing the other one? That wasn't clear. In the end, I wonder if it was her well, I mean, she she killed him, so she, that's that's pretty abusive, I would say. That's true, but but she was hit. Was she? Yes. Or did she hit him? Oh, I've never thought about the why. Yeah, he was upset and angry at her, but clearly she's a pretty tough lady. And you know, the guy at the end, right before he gets killed, he says, "They made me do it." The they is his wife and the uh, the other oh, fella, Donald Pickering. Yeah. So the slap happened behind the closed door. <laughs> My thought by the end of it was that she's the one that was hitting him. Well, she rea- maybe she react because you could hear her react. Oh, like this is the greatest conversation we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> who hits who behind <laughs> the doors? Oh, it's come to this. Yeah, oh, Doctor Who domestic abuse on Marinus. You know what I like about uh, the keys of Marinus? Um, Please I'm, don't say the domestic abuse. No, no, I'm not <laughs> wrapping it up uh, yet. Of course, okay. but I like that this is one of the few times in. Doctor Who history, and also, it's uh, very rare for a Terry Nation script, and I'll explain that in a moment, because, <laughs> she yawns, I can't help it. <laughs> um, is that there are many distinct places around the planet Marinus that are, mm-hmm. like, there's a city called Millennius, and there's the, you know, the, the winter part, and there's the jungle part, and there's the crazy web. It's a very diverse planet. Where usually when Terry Nation writes scripts, uh, as we'll see later on, um, it's a planet called Aridius, which is very arid. <laughs> you know? And so the whole planet's like that. So this mm-hmm. is actually a good, a, a, a reasonable attempt at a well, at a, a sort of a diverse and well-thought-out planet. World building. Yeah. Although I didn't, I didn't catch all of the names of the cities and places, though. Were they as silly as Aridius being arid, or? What? No, um, I don't remember. I mean, the city was like what? Millennius. Millennius is the name of um, of okay. whatever city is on Marinus. Seems like a, a pretty important city because mm-hmm. Altos and Menthos want to go back <laughs> to Mentos and Sabitha. Mentos and Sabitha. Oh, I thought no, Altos could be Altoids and Menthos, perhaps. Oh, ooh. They're this all this is the minty him. freshest <laughs> yeah. episode. Speaking of names, you uh, you guffawed when uh, the the chief inspector, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, was called Terran. Yes, only because I know that that's a Terry Nation thing. Um, Terran, and then the, I know that there's Del Tarrant in uh, Blake 7, yep. and oh, how many other? Op- there's another Tarrant in another, Blake 7. There's yes. two Tarrants in Blake 7. That's right, mm-hmm. Entirely different. There's a Tarrant, at least two Tarrants in Doctor Who later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and of course, what's Terry Nation's name? Terry. Nation. Or, yeah. So that that's why that made me laugh. Because, I know. Because I knew about that. Yeah. That's the first so time. yeah, so maybe he did a little bit better on the world building front by creating some, you know, new and, and different and discreet uh, places. But his, his naming... I guess maybe we can't poke too much fun at him at this point because this is the first time. But he got he didn't he didn't progress in that no nope. at all. 
Oh, but I did. I, I quite liked that uh, the sentence of death that episode. Yeah, it was, it was the same. It was a detective story and a murder mystery and a courtroom drama, and I love all of those things. Like I just lap it up. And there were not too many instances of oh my god, that's so stupid. Um, although I did wonder at the beginning, okay, where's everybody else? Here's Ian. Yeah. Suddenly here by himself. What happened to every single other person he was just traveling with? Hmm, no idea. Maybe the travel dials are less uh, reliable. You know, mm-hmm. for instance, I don't think any of them actually be, uh, go well, no, because Altos and Menthos uh, <laughs> travel ahead after the Screaming Jungle, right? Mm-hmm. Do they all arrive at the same time in the Screaming Jungle? No, Susan. Susan got there first. I suppose they actually screaming. do, yeah, they do stagger their arrivals, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I mean, that that was just a minor yeah. point, but I, I liked the murder mystery idea. Um, I liked that the doctor, well, was, you know... Back from holiday, for back one. Back from holiday, yes, yeah. and, and uh, he, one step ahead, he kind of knew what he was doing. Although, I, I, I'm, I'm less annoyed by the doctor now. He doesn't seem like the, um, the pouty, whiny child that mm-hmm. he did that I was having trouble with at first. Um, I'm not saying I'm falling in love with the first doctor as a character. I'm still finding him, like, that's just... Not to my taste as a as a Doctor Who viewer, at least not at this point. But he was much warmer and, like, I don't know, he cared about people more. I, I did appreciate the scene where he's just sort of sitting there staring into space after uh, after Chesterton, whose name he actually says right there, yeah. has been um, sentenced to death. Like, that was that was a really good performance on William Hartnell's part. I think, I think Hartnell, with, you know, the exception of quite a few Billy Fluffs throughout this... Uh, Plumbing those lines. Um, there, there were a, a number of those, but but I think his, I don't know, the the emoting and everything was was pretty top notch for him in this. He was very sullen, as <laughs> uh, as the pro- Donald Pickering. I don't remember his act, the actor's name, because he's in Doctor Who later on a couple times. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, he was sort of you know like oh it's a shame he lost, but hey it did great you know shakes <laughs> his hand and he's just very yes whatever yes mm-hmm. it was a good performance you're right it was. It was, yeah. Character-wise, I'm still kind of meh, but mm-hmm. but I will give him credit where it is due, and it is due. Yeah, so I, I like that one a lot. Thank oh, goodness. That one being the whole story or the that episode? The, the, that, epi- that episode. Or those two episodes. And then we, episodes. Haven't, we haven't even talked then yet about the final episode of The Keys of Marinus, which is called The Keys of Marinus. Keys of Marinus, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, liked, I liked the cliffhanger. I really did like the cliffhanger at the end of Sentence of Death, because... Mm-hmm. Which you know, then you wanted to keep watching, and I was kind of like, I didn't want to keep watching. I wanted to enjoy the uh, the uh, deliciousness of the of not knowing what's coming next. Um, it, as we record this, we're in the midst of a uh, new series, series nine, yep. which has a bunch of two parters, and I have been loving the heck out of all the cliffhangers because I get to wait and not know what's happening. So um, it's cool to see that. That's something that started so long ago that not all of them are the greatest cliffhangers in the world, but mm-hmm. that one was I thought was excellent. Susan's been taken uh, hostage. Yes, for the first and last time. No, she'll, she'll <laughs> always find herself in trouble. Of course. See, we've been uh, we've been watching, um, you know, for your other one of your other podcasts, I should say, Audio Guide to Babylon Five. We went ahead and watched the rest of season two because of recording you won't be we won't be able to watch if we were sort of to follow your recording schedule we mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to watch like the last two episodes of season two for like a month and a half 
And, and by then you will have forgotten everything that came before. Yeah, and I wanted to know how it ended. So I'm, I'm kind of in this little, I'm, right now I'm in a, I just don't like suspense. We're, well, <laughs> oh, we're about, that's adorable. Well, no, we're about to go to England, mm-hmm. um, and I get a hefty amount of travel anxiety when it comes mm-hmm. to like packing and forgetting to pack. And like I have had every single airline cancel a flight on me in the past three or four years. So all that's running through my head. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want a cliffhanger of a show I've seen many times <laughs> weighing on my mind. Ah, uh, okay. Overnight. Right. I couldn't sleep to I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. You mm-hmm. you are on your way to sleeping soundly tonight I because so. you're so exhausted. I'm pretty sleepy. And now I'm a little better off now because had I had we okay. not watched episode six, I would have like been very upset. All right. Fair enough. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Yeah. This is this is compromise in marriage is what this is. <laughs> there. And we got done because I felt we, that, you know, we hadn't done like almost like, like almost two months we haven't done. I know. Let's do it. It is good to get back to it. So and I now I finally got to like, you know, see the board talk and stuff. That's true. They're not quite as impressive as they were in not that first much. episode. Not as much. Um, but I, they, they, I still think they look okay. Yeah. Did yep, you, they, you know, they, they hide well under a cloak. It's quite clearly Arbitan under there. Uh-huh. I was, at first I was like, seriously, Ian? Really? And then when I found out that he was actually, you know, the smart guy and he yeah. gave him the fake key and I was like, all right, I can, that, I appreciate that. I don't so much appreciate that he didn't tell Susan right away. Like he waited to reveal it until he was in front of everybody. Well, cause He's Susan. not that much of a showboat. Well, Susan, no, Susan is, has a horrible poker face. Well, that's true. She'd wink to the camera. You're probably right. You know, like, it's not the real one. Mm-hmm. I winked. Hopefully Arbitan. Quote unquote, mm-hmm. didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, so, yeah poor, poor Sabitha having lost her father. Yeah. I, I did think that the, it was very clunky that scene between the doctor and her at the end, you know, him yeah. saying, I, I know how you feel and I hope you continue your father's work and his, his work will go on and, but in a different form. Like, what, what does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah, see, they're just, I don't know. Yeah. They were trying to, I don't know that they were just trying to make the doctor seem like he was nicer or something. Well. And it's, it's, you know, the thought that counts, I guess, but that was a very poorly written scene, I thought. It was. It was almost identical to the last scene of the Daleks, also written by Terry Nation, where they all mm. sort of, you know, before they leave, uh, I think the doctor talks to Dione, the other token female in the Daleks, mm-hmm. uh, about what they, you know, what she should do. After they leave, mm-hmm. and then they leave, and then Barbara says, oh, I'll miss that person. And then Ian, and then, yeah, it's pretty much six sex. I was a little bit surprised at the love story between Altos and uh, and Sabitha. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that until the word were like, you know, then this one loves you. And I was like, what? I mean, I guess maybe because it was the 60s, you had to have that. If you've got a male character and a female character who are unattached, they must be together by the end of the story. But I... They were already together, though. Were they? Yeah, they were, yeah. Oh, I yeah. must have missed that along the way somewhere. You couldn't... It really, you couldn't sent, uh, sense that from the scintillanty chemistry from the two actors? I understand this is 1960s Doctor Who, and I it's know, like a kid's but... show. There's, there's, there's much less um, dancing... On old series Doctor Who. Please. I, I, I don't know. I guess I just thought yeah. that they were, the, you know, the, the whole team was banding together. Nope, nope. They were always, uh, oh. they were always a couple. You know, huh. yeah. Because Arbitan sent Altos 
or menthos off to <laughs> find the key. This is like weeks ago. Yeah, I, I knew that, that he sent him off. Yeah. But because they already knew each other, you see. Right. Which is how Ian figured out that that's how Ian figured out that it wasn't Arvatan underneath the cloak. That's right. Exactly. Do you know this mm-hmm. do you know this boy, this this young boy, this this breath mint? <laughs> I did appreciate that there were two sort of slips of the tongue that uh that our our smart, sharp characters uh, <laughs> yeah. recognized. I wish Barbara would have picked up on it a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, how'd you like Barbara though? Barbara I thought was uh, quite the uh, little sleuth there in the oh, Sentence yes. of Death episode. Detective Barbara is yeah. yeah, she's like you know Nancy Drew, all grown up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did pretty well. I hope she reaffirmed herself in your eyes after her disappointing performance in the, uh, yeah, the Screaming let's Jungle. Yeah, just, let's just forget that ever happened. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's character was, building. No, that was like character destroying. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yes. Well, you have to destroy it in order to build it back up again. Mm, nope. No. Nope. <laughs> it was just dumb. But no, she was she was good here. She, I mean, the, the snobs of terror was sort of meh. I mean, good for her for trying to fight off what's his face, but uh, Vasor. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a dinosaur. Well, he is now. Haha. <laughs> Dead so. Oh. Well, he was stabbed at the back by. Uh, oh, I thought, you the, I thought you meant the actor. Probably is. <laughs> Probably. Francis DeWolf. Remember his name? Oh my goodness. I know. They were amazing. And no, scary. no, it's just you're frightening <laughs> to say what you were always going to say. Frightening. So, that's so, it. So yeah, I, yeah. I, overall, I, I enjoyed the keys of fairness. Um, well, that's good. I mean, and I really wanted to like it too because I like I like quest things. I it's like fun, running it? around and collecting keys. I, I like I like the episodic more episodic than usual in nature where there's a whole separate story going on each time and getting to see our characters work together and yeah overall mm-hmm. overall i enjoyed it it's like a big adventure serial mm-hmm. you know done on a tiny budget and looks like it's done on a tiny budget yeah but I, I noticed that they did, uh, sabitha and altos did not get new costumes at all they're still no. running around in their rags all through this well hey ba- city. barbara and ian never had the new costumes either yeah but they're not in rags that's true like that's just weird. Yeah. You know, here they are in this totally modern city that's got you know f- technology that's better than fingerprinting, psycho, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and and yeah, and they are literally running around in rags for days. They have been here for days. The doctor gets two days uh, to prepare that's his true. case before they even start. And you know, so I'm fine with you know, Ian and Barbara. You know, I'm sure they wash their clothes or whatever. And you think so? They, no, probably no. not. But in my head, canon, yes, because otherwise, okay. yuck. Uh, Maybe they wash their rags then. I have a feeling those rags would have fallen apart. His actually, Altos was his outfit was all right, but but Sabitha's was just like she was showing a lot of skin there. Cause yeah, there was a lot of just a lot of rags. Yeah, I enjoyed the sets. Me too. In the uh, in the last uh, the courtroom set that was quite impressive actually for. Uh, for 60s Doctor Who, and you, you can see how they saved all the money mm-hmm. in episodes 2, 3, and 4 for that big courtroom set and, like... And their hats. And their hats and oh, all the guest actors. Yeah, Delightful hats. Although I thought that they looked like... I don't know what they're called. I'm sure there's a name for them, but those little paper things that you stick on the ends of either, like, turkey legs or a rack of lamb, those little, like, paper things that look, I don't know, kind of like paper? chef hats. Yes. I didn't realize they were paper. Um, I think so. Why, what are those for? Decoration. Really? Yeah. Decoration. It's not like to... Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe you put those on to protect the ends of the bones from burning. 
I thought it was just decoration. This is something I'm going to now have to look up on Wikipedia. You probably are. And you have find to find a name for it first. That's true. Just search out Keys of Marinus, Judge Hat, Turkey Leg, <laughs> and you'll probably get it. I probably will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like the, I like those hats, though. Yeah. Why have I never seen anybody cosplaying that? I think this is going to be my refrain all the way through this podcast I is know. every little thing, like, I want to see somebody cosplaying that. There are so many deep cuts oh that, my God, that yeah. a dedicated cosplayer could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, I think I've seen color pictures of the keys. Of Mar- I think those, the, the color, I think it's like baby blue. Really? The color of those felt strips. I think. Could be wrong about that. I could be imagined. I was picturing them as gold for some really? reason. Like yellowish. Yeah. Gold. Well, things show up differently on black and white TV. That's course, true. That's why know. the TARDIS console is green. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. Yeah, so yay, Keys of Marinus. Oh, hooray. We got it done before we leave for England. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's another thing I wanted to do as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that that makes me happy. This marks the end of 26 episodes of Doctor You'll notice that uh, unlike the previous stories, it did not lead directly into the next story. I did notice that. I was like, oh, we're, we're probably not going to get a reprise next week because nope. what what would we be reprising? That mm-hmm. clunky speech between the Doctor and Sabitha? No, <laughs> no thank you. not at all. I think nope. this uh, served as a, I could be wrong about this, uh, as sort of like a block to s- for sale overseas, like 26 episodes. Because ah. um, I know that uh, one of the very first sales, overseas sales by Doctor Who um, to another country was to Canada and Canada aired those first five serials back in 1965. Holy cow! And then that was it. They didn't air them again. They didn't air anymore after that. Sadly. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. So, hmm. kind of sticks out as a as a milestone in Canadian Doctor Who history, as the last Doctor Who story to air in Canada for a good ten years. Wow. Yep. Hmm. There. Go Canada. Go Canada. All right. Um. So next, whenever that is. We're going to try to record some in England, because it, would, it mm-hmm. only seems right. I'd like to. So it's going to be the Aztecs. Yay? Yeah. Have you seen the Aztecs? I don't think I've ever seen the Aztecs. Serious? Really? I've heard about it on many a podcast. Yeah, it gets lauded. Yeah, it does, which is, that that worries me, because anytime something gets talked up a whole lot, I always kind of, my, my contrarian instinct is to look at it with a jaded eye, whereas right. all of the things that get, you know, poo-pooed, for example, the Keys of Marinus, mm-hmm. I look at and just, you know, want to love and try to pick out the things that I like the best. So I'm going to try really hard not to be a, a negative Nelly and just pick out the things I don't like. I will try to, as with all Doctor Who, I will try to find the things that I like. Yep. Okay. Oh, I, won't, I won't build anything up or tell you what to look out for. Okay. Or not to look out well, for. I already know some stuff because, you know, I'm a bit of a scholar of Doctor Who history just through oh, podcasts yes, and books oh, and stuff. Yes, yes, well, uh, oh, you shush. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be fancy, right. fancy. I can think that's all. Okay. I got it. I, I'm good. All right. Good night. Good. Good night. Good night.